Good evening and welcome to a special late night episode of the Today's Focus podcast series. It is Sunday, August the 13th, 2023. It is currently 11 p.m. Central Time and I'm coming to you live well from the Theology Central Studio located right here in Abilene, Texas where no, nothing has quite gone right tonight. Nothing. We we started to do a live broadcast just a minute or two ago, and, well, everything crashed. I got ready to go live there, and I didn't have the software open, so the theme music wouldn't play. And so everything has gone wrong. And as someone says, to be fair, it's not even today's focus. It's tomorrow's, tomorrow's focus because it's 11 p.m. Central Time. So who is still awake? But things haven't gone very well for me today. It hasn't. It has. It just hasn't. It's not been a great day. Things have just left me frustrated, discouraged, irritated, depressed. It just hasn't gone very well. In fact, there's been there's been a string of broadcast where things have just not worked out very well for whatever reason. Some some reasons it's beyond my control, right? It's like you're reviewing audio and the way we review audio is I don't listen to it first. So that's just, that's not my fault that the audio we were reviewing, it just, I don't know what they were doing. It, so that's not really my fault, but still it's my broadcast. So then, well, it, then it is my fault. Other things, I had an idea how to work it and it didn't really work out very well. And then, and today it was I was so excited for for Jeremiah and it was going to be a great day and the first hour went horribly and then even tonight oh well, I can't even remember the Greek word I kept saying the Greek word incorrectly and then this morning I made a mistake of mixing up uh, Abraham's bosom and Hades and it, it wasn't like because I, I was because I don't know the difference. It's just because I was trying to hurry to cover so much material. So I did apologize and correct that uh, tonight. But it's just like this one broadcast after another, after another going wrong. So all of it is, has just not worked. So you could say, because of what has happened, I'm currently being moved by what's going wrong, but I'm being moved not in such a good direction. I'm being moved by it and I'm being moved in a bad direction. I'm being moved in a direction of, you know what? Maybe it's just time to, you know, like, like, why am I even doing this? You get discouraged, you get frustrated, you get depressed and, and you, it, it, like I'm being moved. I'm being moved by it, but I'm being moved in a bad direction. And since it's well Sunday night, for many of you, your work week begins. Tomorrow morning. Some of you, it's already tomorrow. It's after midnight in some of your time zones. And I, I guess this is what I want to do for this today's focus. For some of you, it is it is Monday. But whenever you hear this, for the day that you're hearing this, what I want you to focus on today is this. What is currently moving you? What are you being moved by? And I mean, what what is motivating you? What is driving you? And which direction is it driving you? Are you being moved by something? And what? Is, so first, you want to identify what you're being moved by. What is the thing most motivating you? Most driving you right now in your life? What is it? What is it? What's what's motivating you? What, what's driving you? Right? And then where is it driving you to? Okay. What is driving you and where is it driving you to? Where what's going to be the final destination if you allow yourself to be moved by that? And where is it going to lead you to? I mean, really, 
What, what's going to move you? What's going to motivate you? What is moving you to tomorrow to, to get up and go to work? What is moving you? Well, what, what is driving you in life? What is that? What is that number one passion, that number one thing that's moving you? And where is it going to lead to? Now, for me right now, if I'm just going to be, I'm going to be, you know, just painfully honest and transparent. I mean, it's that that late night vibe, right? So I can just be very confessional and just t- tell you how it really is. What's moving me right now? What's motivating me right now? One is I feel my failure, my shortcomings, uh, th- my not being able to get a broadcast the way I want it to. It's moved. I'm being moved by that more than anything else. And it's moving me in a direction of discouragement frustration. I'm like, why am I even doing this? What, what, so, so in one sense, I'm being moved by my, my, my failures, my shortcomings, and it's getting into my mind where now nothing, I, 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 I'm looking for every flaw. I'm looking for every failure. I'm looking for every shortcoming. So in that sense, that's moving me. I'm being moved really by failure, real or perceived. Actual or just made up in my own mind, being overly sensitive to it because I just like, I want that one good broadcast. And even tonight, I say, I wanted to do this. I wanted, I wanted to go live because here's what I thought. I'm going to lay down tonight and all I'm going to be, I'm going to be moved by. I'm going to be motivated by, man, Sunday school was a disaster. You had to delete it. And man, you remember that broadcast you did where you kind of started introducing a series on sanctification? You messed that up so bad. And man, the last two law and gospels, you probably should go back and delete them. Okay, okay, okay. All right. So I didn't want to lay down and just think about that. I thought, you know what I'll do? If I do a broadcast right now, then I'll have a good one and I'll be like, woohoo, yeah, I did a good, I, I did a good thing. So in a sense, I'm being moved by one thing, but moved in two directions, if that makes any sense. I'm being moved by this, these, perceived failures, right? But I'm being moved in two directions. One is, man, you know, you can't do this. You're messing up. You're failing. What are you doing? Just give up. It's a waste of time. You've, you've, you've had a good run. You've been broadcasting for, you know, most of your adult life in some capacity. You've done it. You've tried it. You've shown you've, you've, you've had great success. You've shown what you can or can't do, but maybe your time is, maybe it's time to just move. Just call, just call it what it is and just be done. Just be done. Just be done. But on the other hand, it's motivating me to go, you know what? Get behind the microphone again. Come on. Do it. Get that broadcast that will show you that you can still do it. Come on. Come on. Don't give up. Keep doing it. You know what you should do? You should do a 48-hour marathon. You're bound to get one right in there. So in one way, it's moving me to almost despair and discouragement and, and quitting. On the other side, it's motivating me to do something. But in both cases, those that's all bad. That's not good in either way. On one, the discouragement, the depression and frustration, that, that's just bad. And that just gets into your mind. And then that, that's not going to get you anywhere. And then you don't want to be doing a theological, biblical, spiritual podcast and you're being motivated because you want to prove something. You don't want to do it because you're being motivated and being moved by. I'm going to show that I still have it. I'm, that's, that's egotistical, arrogant, narcissistic, self-centered. That's completely unspiritual and ungodly. I know. So you probably should just even listen to me anymore because you get the idea. So I'm being moved really by one thing. What I perceive is a a line of, of, of podcast episodes that have not gone well, my own mistakes, real or imagined. And I'm being moved in two directions. 
I'm being moved in two directions. So what is moving you and where is it moving you to? Now, I know you're thinking, man, wow, I, I would hate to spend five minutes in your brain because <laughs> you're, you really, 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 really overthink everything. You, you got problems, okay? What you need, what you need is to get a life, okay? I, I understand. Thank you for your, your counseling and I will send you the bill, okay? Or, or no, I won't send you the bill. I'll send you the money. You would be giving me the counsel. I wouldn't be giving you the counsel, but I'll send you the bill anyway, okay? For the privilege of giving me the counsel. The point is, what is motivating you? What is, what is moving you? What are you moved by? Because I got to figure out when I wake up tomorrow, what am I going to be moved by? And I, am I going to be moved in the direction to say, you know what? I'm not even walking up the stairs to the studio. I'm not even getting behind the microphone. I'm not even turning on the computer. I don't care. I'm tired of it. I need a day where I don't even have to deal with it. There's not going to be any problems. I, I, and start having all of the negative thoughts, right? All the negative thoughts. Am I going to be moved by that? In other words, am I going to be moved by what I per- perceive bad sermons, bad podcast episodes? Am I, is that going to be what I'm moved by? Or, or, uh, Am I going to be moved in that way? Am I going to be moved by that, but then say, I'm going to come up here to prove something? Or is there something else I should be moved by? Is there something more biblical, more godly, more stable? Do you see, the, we're moved by so many different things. And I think a lot of times it moves us in ways that are emotionally and, and mentally not the best and spiritually de- definitely not beneficial. Look, those motivate that, that being driven by that. And being moved in those directions, that those are not helpful for, for me emotionally, mentally, or spiritually. So what should I do? Well, I have an article here that I'm going to use to try to see what we should be moved by. It's called moved with something, but I'm not going to tell you what it is. In fact, reality, this article actually says we should be moved by two things, two things. So I'm just going to start reading it. We'll let it kind of get us there and then we'll try to. We'll try to talk about it. I, 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 you may hear me mention this a lot. You may hear me mention this a lot. Um, oh, maybe this week, maybe in today's focus, uh, episodes or who knows where. But, um, it's one of those things that it's, it's in my mind. I haven't fleshed it out. I hasn't, haven't processed it completely, which is again, a horrible idea when you haven't fleshed it out and processed it pro, you know, really properly to turn on the microphone. Like, I'm just going to go live because I'm going to go live because I'm moved by this perceived failure. So I'm going to prove something, but then I'm going to set myself up for absolute failure because, well, I haven't really thought this out. But see, I, I, that's, I still want to do the podcast the way I designed it. See, it's the whole thing is detrimental. But here we go. It begins this way. Hebrews 11 is the great hall of faith. Everyone calls Hebrews 11 the great hall of faith. Some call it the great hall of faith chapter. The theme of the chapter is faith in God. It is by faith that we please the Lord. In fact, it is impossible to please him without faith. Hebrews 11 emphasizes faith, exemplifies faith, and exhorts us to have faith in the word of God and in the promises of God. So you may want to put down the words moved, 
by faith or moved. Yeah, moved by faith. I'm going to say that. Moved with, uh, with it. I'm going to say moved by it. Moved by faith. Faith is the thing. I'm being moved by my faith. I'm being motivated by my faith. All right. Well, I, I think we may concede that. Well, let's see where they go here. Noah's faith. Now, they, they, they specify Noah in the book of Hebrews, chapter or in Hebrews 11. Noah's faith is an example to us and others. The faith of Noah to build an ark of safety in the days of the worldwide flood mentioned throughout the word of God. Okay, I'm going to read this again. Noah's faith is an example to us and others. The faith of Noah to build an ark of safety in the days of the worldwide flood is mentioned throughout the word of God. We find his name Noah, or sometimes in the King James, N-O-E, no, no-e, no, okay, Uh, 50 times in the scriptures, from the historical account of the events to the preaching of the Lord Jesus, where he used Noah as an example. Now, I would challenge you, just if, you know, for today's focus, whenever you want to, can you verify that Noah is mentioned 50 times in scripture? Is Noah mentioned 50 times in scripture? All right, just, just, just something to look up. And if he is used that many times, do we, do we really, like, why is he mentioned so many times? I mean, I, that's something to consider. It says, think of it. Now, they're going to go with the normal idea. There's some debate about this. Uh, think, think of it. It had not rained before. Up until this point, there was a mist that came up and watered the earth. God told Noah uh, it was going to rain and that it would be a destructive rain. It was going to rain until water covered the entire earth and destroyed both man and beast. The water would be so deep that no living person or animal could survive it. The waters would take the life of all living creatures. God told Noah to build an ark of safety. He told him the size to build. He told him how to build it. He told him what animals to put on the ark, two by two, male and female. Noah's obedience of righteousness condemned the world. Notice what the Bible says. Now look carefully. By faith, Noah, being warned of God of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by the which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness, which is by faith. Now, this is interesting. That's Hebrews eleven seven. Now, notice Hebrews eleven seven. By faith, Noah, being warned of God of things not yet not seen as yet, moved with fear. Now, there's there's another phrase. So let's write down moved by faith. And moved with fear, moved by faith, or you could say moved with faith if you would like, moved by faith, moved by fear. Motivated, moved by it. He, the, the, the things that were moving him, the things that were driving him was faith and fear. Now, let, let's see how this article handles this. It says, the Bible uses the word faith two times in the same verse. However, notice what the verse says. By faith, Noah being warned of God of things not seen as yet, moved with fear. Noah was just not motivated by his faith in God. His work was in haste with vigor. His work was moved with fear. Moved with faith, moved with fear. Fear and faith. That was what drove him, fear and faith. 
Now, I think this is interesting, right? Now, we could talk about this. What does it mean to be moved by fear? But moved by faith is very, 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 very important. And we kind of talk, talked about it a little bit tonight. Now, it says, Noah did not just build an ark. Noah did not just preach. Noah did not just have faith in the word of God. Noah moved with faith and fear to prepare an ark. That means he moved at the highest level of capability. Fear causes adrenaline, a hormone, to rush through the bodies. This rush causes us to have, have more strength. That's a weather notification. To have more strength, focus, and emotion than normal. That is how Noah worked to prepare the ark. Now, okay. If you want to, if you want to get into like a physiological response of fear, okay. I don't think that's kind of more of a, I don't know if that's the kind of fear being spoken of here, but okay. The point is they're saying the text says, however they want to describe it, we could get into a whole discussion, but he's moved by faith and fear. They go on to say, there are two things often missing in many Christians. Faith and fear. Some have faith to believe in their heads. Some have faith to work with their feet. Some have faith to work in an apathetic way, uh, late, not faithful when convenient. Some have faith to work with fear. You see, fear will cause you to work in the night in the inconvenient circumstances. Fear will cause you to do things you ordinarily would not do. And, And they say that we need a little bit of both. Faith and fear. Now, I've not I've never given this much thought. I've not thought about what's moving me, what's motivating me. When I wake up in the morning, I don't usually stop. Okay, what what what's driving me today? What's but I wonder if faith and fear, how these two would work together. Now, I think the reason faith is so important that we are motivated and driven by faith is because it, it, faith gives us, how can I say this? Faith is moving us based off something that is different than the reality that we see. Faith faith in the reality we see are at times radically different, right? By If we look by sight to reality, we see pain, failure, discouragement, our own sin. We see, we see so many things and, and it can lead to despair, discouragement, anger, bitterness, wrath. It can lead to a million things, but faith, by faith, we are grasping on. We're see, we're, we are able to see that which we cannot really see in the tangible, in the material, in the physical world. We're seeing something more. We see, even though it makes no sense, okay, the, because if we looked at the world with our eyes and our mind, what we can perceive, we may come to the conclusion <laughs> that is very negative. But by faith, we're like, oh, no, there is a God. He is all powerful. He is all knowing. He is all loving. And it's by faith. In fact, we see a little bit of this in Hebrews chapter 11. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which were the things seen were not made of things which do appear. See, faith lets you to perceive that which your your senses, your your emotions, they're going to they're going to they're going to they're going to lead you in this direction. If you're moved by what you see, if you're moved by what you experience, if you move by what you feel, you're going to be moved who knows where by faith. Now you're being moved by by that which transcends these other tangible physical 
you know, material things. You're being now moved by faith and, and what is true, even though it's not necessarily perceived or understood, you're perceiving it by faith. So what do we see? We understand, hey, even though it may not look like it, there is a God. It may not look like it, but he created the heavens and the earth and that God is sovereign and that God is in charge and he's all powerful and he's all knowing and he's omnipresent. And he, that, that it, I may not be able to perceive it because I can look to my life, my life and be like, I'm a sinner. I'm a failure. But by faith, I perceive the imputed righteousness of Christ accredited to my account by faith alone. See, my, my senses, I can't see this. I can't feel this. It's not tangible. I've got to be moved by something more than, than the physical. I'm moved by faith. Faith grasps, grasps onto what I cannot see and what I cannot perceive and what I may not even feel. Faith, faith is what we have to be moved by. If I move by anything else, it's up and down. If I move by faith, well, then that faith is in God, Right? And then that, that is certain and steady and steadfast. And God does not change. He's immutable. He's eternal. So how, how can I be moved by faith? And then how, what does it mean to be moved by fear? What does it mean to be moved by fear? What do you think it means to be moved by fear? Well, if we look it up, if we look it up, say the Blue Letter Bible app, if we look it up, you'll notice something, because it is an interesting uh, Greek word, if I can find it here, Blue Letter Bible app, and moved by fear, it, that, that whole phrase, moved by fear, at least in the King James, comes from one Greek word, and that Greek word is this. Strong's G, 2125, Eulabeamai, Eulabeamai. 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 Try to, try to say that five times fast. Eulabeamai. Eulabeamai is used two times. One time fearing and one time moved with fear. Eulabeamai uh, means be circumspect, to be apprehensive, religiously, to reverence, moved with fear. Eulabeamai, the outline of biblical usage, to act cautiously, circumspectly, to beware, fear, and reverence, stand in awe of. So if I'm moved by faith, we can see the benefits of that. I'm being moved by something that takes me to the ultimate true reality, which is beyond what I can see. See, the reality that I can see is not the ultimate reality, right? Because what I see was made by that which was not seen. What I see is not controlled by what I see, is controlled by what is unseen. So we can see the benefit of being moved by faith, right? We can understand that I've got to be motivated by faith. I cannot be motivated by what I see, right? I, the, the Bible constantly is shows you God chooses the weak, the foolish. The, and we're like, those things would be... You, you would be like, why? You would despise those things. But God's like, no, God saves us by an imputed righteousness, which we cannot see. We can't even feel it, right? There's a, he saved us through death. Well, by you would perceive that as to be failure, like over and over. You know, he, we should glory in our weaknesses. Like there's all these things that goes counter to our, our, his thoughts are not our thoughts. So we can understand the motive, motivated being or driven or moved by faith. I think we can get that. The fear part, 
I'm to be moved by my reverence and awe of God. I'm to be moved by being circumspect, to be, as the Greek word here, to beware of. I'm being moved by caution. I'm being moved by, by, is it all respect and caution, being circumspect, that I'm being moved with kind of a caution, kind of a, a respect for God. There's an awe and respect, but there, is there something else here? Is this fear something more? How do we exactly understand? I mean, it's only, it's only used two, it's only used uh, one other time. And when there rose a great dissension, the chief captain fearing lest Paul should have been pulled to pieces. That's kind of a more like tangible, like fear. I'm worried about this situation. So in a roundabout way as a Christian, should we be moved by, motivated by our faith? That makes perfect sense, right? But we should also be moved by fear where we clearly, because we know this God exists by faith, we know there's a God, we know that he's holy, that we are moved by being cautious and circumspect and, and careful at, because of our fear of awe and respect for God. We're, wouldn't those two motivating, moving us, be much more steadfast and consistent and being moved and motivated versus all the other things we're moved and motivated by? What are you moved and motivated by? I've already, I've already acknowledged to you that what I'm being moved, I'm being moved in a sense right now. I think the most motivating thing right now in my life is a string of what I perceive to be failures. Bad sermon. They're weak. They're foolish. They're not good. Bad podcast episodes. They're weak. They're foolish. They're not very good. And so I'm being moved in two different directions. I'm being moved one to despair, discouragement, frustration, irritation, anger, and just not wanting to do anything. On the other hand, I'm being moved by that very same thing to get here to prove something. But both of those are detrimental to my mental, emotional, and spiritual health. Nothing good is coming from any of that. But if I was moved by faith, and if I was moved by fear, How would that impact this, re this real situation for me? I want you to consider how would, how would it work? Mo Noah is moved by faith and fear because both are mentioned in Hebrews eleven seven. I mean, the faith is mentioned multiple times there in Hebrews 11. I don't, I don't think it's a stretch here. I don't think, I think it's being fair to the text, Right. It's mentioned a number of times, Noah, right? Um, starting in verse, where is it? Uh, verse uh, 7. Well, it starts in verse 7. By faith, Noah being warned of God of things not seen as yet. See, he's, he's being, now being warned of God by things not yet seen. That warning, see, if he fears God, he's going to take that warning seriously, right? If he had, believes in God, then obviously he's going to, you know, he's, he's, he's looking towards God. All right. Moved with fear, prepared an ark to saving of his house by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness, which is by faith. But faith is mentioned once in the beginning of verse seven. And I see here. And uh, it's at the end of verse seven. So faith is mentioned twice. Fear is mentioned once. The two motivating factors seem to be his faith and fear. 
Now, is faith and fear the motivating factor in your life? And if so, how can you tangibly? Now, it, this may be too, too much of a vague concept. I think we can. I think we can nail down the faith one, but can we nail down the fear one? And we see this a little bit in Jeremiah. We talked about it. Jeremiah goes through these wild emotions, right? Sometimes when he sees reality, he's like, God, what are you doing to me? Why are you doing this? And then sometimes in the middle of that, he'll be like, I praise you, Lord, and you're powerful, and you're all-knowing. And then he'll turn around going, God, why are you doing this? Because sometimes he see he is moved by what he sees, and sometimes he is moved by his faith. And that's the ever-ending con- never-ending conflict for the Christian. Sometimes I am seeing, I am being moved and motivated by what I see, touch, feel, and sometimes I'm being moved motivated by my faith. One will obviously be much more stable and the other one will be up and down. But Jeremiah, in a sense, was also moved by fear, right? Because it was by fear, fearing God and awe of God and respect of God, that he was like, I've got to warn the people and I've got to speak what you tell me, even though it means me being punished. Motivated, moved. What are you motivated? What are you moved by? And where is it moving and where, where, where is it driving you to? Where is it leading you to? And how could you try to be more motivated by faith and by fear? What does that look like? You can let me know. Newsif at yahoo.com. That's newsif at yahoo.com. Thanks for listening to this special late night episode of the Today, Today's Focus podcast series. Hopefully, you'll find something that was beneficial in it. Thanks for listening. God bless.